Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. Don't beat the clock. Tara the Terrible. That's what Michael Webster calls his bratty little sister. She loves getting Michael in trouble, making his life miserable. Things couldn't get any worse. Then, Mr. Webster brings home the antique cuckoo clock. It's old. It's expensive. And Mr. Webster won't let anyone touch it. Poor Michael. He should have listened to his dad, because someone put a spell on the clock. A strange spell. A dangerous spell. And now, Michael's life will never be the same again. So, I love that this book's back cover gives you absolutely nothing. Is this, hey, wait, hey, sh- hey, sh- everyone, is this book f- good? <laughs> like, is it a good one? Yeah. It seems good. Danielle, that opening. Uh, right. Uh, let me take off my white strips. <laughs> you are trying to whiten your teeth while we are doing a podcast? I, it's called multitasking. Welcome to Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. My name is Danielle, and I have a PhD. My name is Jojo, and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and Happy New Year! Oh, pew, we pew, did pew, it pew. again. We yeah. made it. <laughs> Another year. Yeah. 2023. The, this is the year that we all die. I, that was, <laughs> I mean, that's where I was going to go. That's where I went to. We <laughs> were all thinking that is like the first option for going into a new year is like. <laughs> and so if the three of us actually do die, then we predicted our own deaths. And that's pretty sick. That, oh, see, that's see, that's fun. That's fun. Let's let's do some predictions. Okay. For, oh, 2023 predictions. Oh, for ourselves or just in general. Uh, in general. How about okay. for each other? Okay. Well, let's let's get one for each other and then one for like a, a, an event in the world. Okay. So let's. Do, okay, uh, Jeff, you go first then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So predictions for 2023. First, a prediction for each of you, and then something for the world is what I'm aiming for, right? And something borrowed. All right. Something, something blue. <laughs> something. Um. I don't. I only know those two. I only know those two. I've never been married. I've never been married. Um. All right. For JoJo. Yeah. In 2023, I predict, I predict that you are going to continue telling us in chat that you've put up yet another shelf in your apartment until by the end of this year. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Okay. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Damn. Okay, let's already. Stop. Let's stop this. Here's, here's, here's the thing, Jeff, because you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> you're, not do, you're not really doing predictions. You're, you're, you can't just say something that for sure will happen as your prediction. That's cheating. No. I'm using, I'm using science and analytics to figure out. No, 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 no. This is the, movie, this is the book Foundation. It's all about uh, predicting the future, but it's just looking at like broad swaths of human history. Hey, and, like, so, that's what I'm doing right now. Hey, don't psych this, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> do a real prediction that like may or may not come true. Real prediction for JoJo. I'm trying not to make it something that's going to be... I don't want to predict something that, that bad happening, right? Why not? So, uh, but Jeff, even if it happens, you have no control over it whatsoever because magic isn't real. Sorry, kids. JoJo is going to 
Jojo's going to uh, see. I'm using all these things about you. I'm like, you were going to run a, a, a marathon, but I was like, ah, you might do that. So yeah, that's, I might do that. Um, all right, uh, you are going to you're going to break a bone. Oh, 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 oh what okay. bone? Not because break I have any sort of ill will towards you. I just I, I okay. I'll take. You know what? I'll take. I'll take. I'll take the action on. Are that. we going to do a femur break? Because those are bad. No, well, I think I think that's a good. I'll I'll take the action on that. That's a that's a solid prediction. Break a bone. I've never broken a bone. So Me, neither. Be the year. Me neither. Me yeah. neither. Oh god. Twenty twenty three is our year. All three. Oh no, of we our, all three break our bones. All three of us break our bones this year. Too old Dan- to break Danielle, bones. you're like a you're like a human Fabergé egg. You I know. Go outside. I, uh, I don't go outside. So Jeff, do a, do a prediction on Danielle. All right. Prediction. Don't on say Dan- go outside. We've already disproven. <laughs> yeah, we've that. already we've already determined that that's not happening. All right, uh, Danielle is going to... Okay, here's what I predict. Danielle, you're going to have um, uh, some post or something that you put online is going to go extremely viral. Oh, you're sweet. You just know that that's all I've ever wanted. But, well, not... But, but it might not be good. Might not be good. You might be the main oh, character I'm of the burning remains of, of Twitter. It may yeah. be something where you, 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 you're going to realize that, that that thing you want, the, the attention from going viral, is not what you actually desire. Oh, so you're monkey's pawing I'm monkey's pawing right you a little bit with it, yeah. yeah. fuck you. Now, Danielle, there's one thing that we all know went viral a couple of years ago, and that was the coronavirus. <laughs> infamously went viral it was yeah. everywhere it was on everyone's lips and boy oh boy i bet you we wish that that hadn't happened oh god oh god and it's terrible because i'm like so addled in my brain that i don't know what i'm typing most of the time so i can't great, great that we give you passwords yeah. to things well D- danielle did get a like from bo derrick recently on i Instagram, sure did. So. don't know don't know who that is what but you don't know bo derrick bo derrick what's for- Google it, I know Jesus. Bo, I know Bo Jangles, the chicken. Google place. image and you'll you'll recognize. Yeah, Bo Derek. Bo Derek. B O B O or B E A U. B O. B O Derek. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tarzan. Ghosts can't do yeah. it. Yeah. So All that hot lady likes me. Yeah. 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 She likes cool. Danielle. Yeah. Liking the thing that Danielle posted transitions to her liking danielle as a person wow she was in sh- she was in sharknado <gasps> she was holy yep. shit yeah she was she's only- also a horse owner yeah. yes i have seen pictures of her horses <laughs> that is the strangest sentence i have ever heard well you know horse girl recognized horse girl you know i don't know her personally but i do know about her horses she played herself in an episode of chuck what the fuck she's a she's a a pop culture icon she is in the 70s yep i guess so coming out of the pool oh yeah, man coming out of the pool yep yep yeah. yep those are my predictions. What are your guys' predictions? Well, no, I have to have a worldwide prediction right, now. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, it's weird thinking about worldwide predictions. I feel like we've hit most of the things that could happen in the last few years. Yeah, Jeff, don't you, you be think so that. Sh- don't be <laughs> you so think sure. That. Okay, I predict that if not for just a moment, but that nationwide, the internet's going to go down. Ooh. Just, just down. You like, realize no. that if that happens, we will all die. Yeah. Well, I didn't say for how long. It could be literally for it, like two minutes. And it doesn't yeah, we... have to be long. <laughs> it doesn't have to be long at all. Look how how unlikely is that compared to everything else that's happened for the last three years? It's not, and mm. that's concerning. So, so off in the sense of like the internet is just all like ISPs. Busted. Like you know when you have you have like an outage in your area and just like your ISPs down. 
Okay. That, but the whole country. So all the Teslas will immediately explode. Which is which will lead to the Teslas revealing themselves to be Decepticons. Aha! And then and that's how we get to the cyberpunk future. Finally. 2077. Cool. Finally. Yeah, it's like it's like uh Planet of the Apes, except that when they they see the the Statue of Liberty, they're like, it was Cybertron all along. Yeah, like, that would be that would be great if when he fell to his knees and he's looked at the Statue of Liberty and it was Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> okay, so I okay, so I guess I guess uh, Danielle, do you want to do your predictions next? Okay, all right. Okay, for Jeff, I predict that he will eat some kind of awful. O F F A L. Okay. Like poop? No, 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 no. Like, like organ like, meat. Yeah, internal organ meat. Okay. So it could be like liver, liver, haggis, kidneys. I don't know. What do people eat? All if of one it? of us, like whoever gets there, do, do we get a prize if we make ours come true the first? Like, I'll give you a prize if you do that. <laughs> there's, yes. Well, there's no prize. You just get points at the end. Okay. Joe, Joe, we can get him to eat organs. Come on. But no, but Danielle, if this is the thing, you can't force it. You got to let it happen naturally. It's the secret. We put it out in the world. Okay. It's going to come back to us. So Jeff, that's a terrible thing. That, that's a terrible curse that Danielle has put upon I'll, me. Eating you cooked liver wouldn't be the worst thing. We didn't say it was liver. You said it was just insides. It, yeah. We said it was insides. We didn't say it was liver. Yeah, but you just oh, you said in general it could be anything. So I, if I will, I will make the genie's wish come true if I eat any internal eat organ. Organ meat. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll give, all right. I, I, you know what, Danielle? I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take that bet because okay. I feel like I feel like that's one of those things where Jeff has all fucking gung ho energy right now. <laughs> He's all, he's all, he's all big and bad right now. But when, but push comes to shove, and he's staring down the barrel of that kidney, he's gonna be like, I don't know about this one, guys. If you bread it and let me dip it in barbecue sauce, it'll be okay, fine. Guys, shut up. Hey guys, shut up. Hey guys, shut up. This isn't funny. This isn't funny. I know I said it'd be funny. It's not funny. No, 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 no. And then, and then he'll leave. Yeah. So I'll take that bet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's mine, Daniel. What do you got for Joe? Joe, your new running regime will consist mm -hmm. of you. Choosing cars at random and chasing them. <laughs> so wait, Danielle is predicting a mental illness for you at some point this year. <laughs> I'm predicting an excellent and innovative exercise routine. As, as in running after a car? Yeah. It's a way of running. It's a way of shaking up your running route. You know, right. you can go chase a car right now and make it happen. Yeah, though. and you don't even know where that car's going. You don't know where. So, you're gonna okay, go. that's a good point. So let's let, okay, let's let's tweak that a little bit. <laughs> Um, I will, I will come up with some new, I'll running two. That's what I'll come up with this year. And then, <laughs> I have to play running now. one to know what running two is about. No, nah. okay. no, no, no. It's a, it's, it's a, a reboot. It's, it's fine. It's the same. It's all the same beats as running one, <laughs> but with like inside jokes for the real thing. And better CGI. <laughs> better CGI. You got a, you got a world one now, Danielle. Okay. All right. The world one's kind of a scary thing to think about. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it is. Because there's a lot. All we do is go negative. Yeah. No, okay. I'm going to go positive. I'm going to go right. positive. Uh, the Greta Thunberg will absolutely fucking kick that dude. What's his name? Andy in the Kate. Yeah. In the balls. And okay. then he'll his balls will fall off. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then she'll take them and she'll wear them as a crown. And she, and will, she be will become our true leader. Okay. <laughs> doesn't, that doesn't seem likely, Daniel. Uh, Joe, what part of it doesn't seem likely? 
Yeah, Joe. What, what, yeah, I'm sorry, Joe. What part of that exactly? Tell me. Doesn't just, seem like just in a modern age, someone taking a piece of someone else's body and using it as as clothing. No, still, Greta, Greta Thunberg takes his balls and then hands them to me, and I eat them, making both prophecies come through. Ooh. Just, 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 just before the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the internet goes down because and people use it too it much. Was too good. It so was too good. They're they're retweeting good. that video of me eating Andrew eating Tate's balls. balls. The earth, the earth burns. Breaks the internet, does. which breaks the earth, which ends yeah. all of us. Look, it does. Look, we say that's unlikely, but honestly, yeah, come like on. fuck it. <laughs> nothing, nothing that has happened in the last three years has been. When your parents told you you could be anything, what they really meant was anything could happen. <laughs> Uh okay, Jeff Jeff prediction. Um I'm very unpredictable, that's the thing. You will quit your job this year. Ooh, that would be good. That would be interesting. Uh that's the one I predict. Okay. Cool. Um it will happen and it will be you will do so reluctantly actually. Okay. I think that'll be the twist. Oh, you no. won't want to do it, but oh, you that's will. That's not good. Which will be the that's the real twist. Now I'm anxious. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um and I believe for Danielle, what I think it'll be is a medium tier project of some kind will reach out to you for like voice involvement. Oh, cool. those are all like like realistic and possibly could happen. Because I because guys, I was committing to this thing we were doing like seriously. <laughs> mine was mine was pretty fine. Don't Yeah, you... and then you got on me because Danielle said that some guy's balls are gonna be a hat. <laughs> so you so yeah, you you'll f- there's no room at this end, my man. <laughs> what's what's your world prediction? Yeah. <sighs> world prediction. Um uh oh okay i i actually okay i know what it is um one of the social medias one of the big ones Mm -hmm. will be a public utility oh before the end of the year do you have a do you want to even though it will leave leave that you'll be you think facebook because facebook has the most old people who vote exactly yeah and the most misinformation that tends to go around yep (laughs) I, i i'm almost like maybe not all of it the vr part will probably stay private ironically but uh yeah it'll be a public utility okay. there will be a there will be a department of social media affairs wow mm. that'd and be pretty cool i will run it yeah and you will run it with an iron fist that's where i go that's why i leave my job be like control <laughs> i quit my job where i work now to go be You're thirsting for power president and thirst for power at the yeah. department of social media they, they, they open it up in, in sacramento they're just like that's we need handy. somebody who we need somebody who has at least twenty thousand tweets in the a, last five they, years they would they would need a state department yeah but every state that's would need their own department that's very true they would yeah. they would have varying sizes but california's would almost certainly be the biggest that's how it tends to Hell yeah. 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 Well, I'm there. Yep. So this is a literature podcast, kind of. Yeah. Like- <laughs> what book did we read today from the, the, the library of Goosebumps novels that we pick and choose from? Today we read Goosebumps number 28, The Cuckoo Clock of Doom by Reverend Lawrence Stein. Uh, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Uh, who wants to synopsize this bad boy? So, so Danielle chose this one. I did, and I will, I will be her proxy. Thank you for for leading this this one up. Very um, well, Jeff. Lead us into lead lead all of us Goosebumps hosts in prayer. So <laughs> before before I get into the the plot synopsis, which honestly very simple, 
not, True. not that hard. Um, we started reading this, Danielle and I together uh, earlier this week, and I had to stop after at chapter five because I was so mad at everything <laughs> happening in the book. <laughs> and then we continued and it turned into one of the most enjoyable reading experiences I've had <laughs> in weeks and weeks, probably. So yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's this is our this is our second because last one we did was Haunted Mask Two. No, yeah? Pasadena. Yeah. Pas- no, Pasadena was before that. Yeah. Yeah. Um starting off the new year with another banger. Yeah. Yeah. So synopsis of Cuckoo Clock of Doom, which is a strange title for what this book is actually about. Yeah, not really uh, suitable. Yeah. Well, whatever. So this book stars Michael Webster. He is a 12-year-old boy who just turned 12. Just did it. Uh, just a few days ago. Or and did he had, he? You or must did. be this tall to get into this spooky adventure. <laughs> He is your. He is as he is as generic as a a Goosebumps character as you can get. Except that he's very stupid. He's very stupid because he's constantly getting stupid. getting one over on by his sister, who is seven year old named Tara. Yeah, his seven year old sister pones this motherfucker the whole book. Tara yeah, the I terrible. She coins the term pony. He pones actually. it. He's the first one to get. Yeah, pwned. he is the You've first one pwned, to, to say. What? He's just yeah. getting pwned every single day. Every goddamn day. So she makes his life miserable because she can't get in trouble. And even when she does something bad to him, he gets in trouble somehow because his parents, I guess, probably just hate him. It, se- it seems like his family actively hates him. Well, you know, he's not, he's, you know, the, the everyone loves the baby. Everyone loves the baby. And no one loves the idiot fucking older child. Yes. So it's the misfire. So we, the first part of the book is him giving us these examples of how Tara, his sister, is awful. A few days ago at his birthday when he turned 12, she, uh, she tripped him. So like he fell on his cake. She <laughs> embarrassed him. Okay. Broke his toy. Broke his toy. Broke, like scratched his bike up. Broke his, his bike, heart. Broke his heart. Got, uh, got. He, she fucks with him. She fucks with him constantly. Right. So, uh, around this time, right before, uh, after his birthday, we opened up with his dad actually, uh, buying this cuckoo clock from an antique shop, which is across from his work that he's wanted for years. Um, and the cuckoo clock is a big a, dad moment. Honestly, mm-hmm. there was so there was something so uniquely dad about that. Oh yeah, I mean, who honey, else? honey, I got this clock on sale, and it's only got one problem. It's my prized possession. She, and the mom is just like, why? And there is no why reason. Is he a, just buys why the did clock. You bring this into my house where yep. I keep my father's ashes. It is it is a new <laughs> gaudy thing for the house. It's a cuckoo clock. Tara is sort of like occupied by the cuckoo clock and Michael thinks, hey, I'm going to finally get her back because dad knows that she's into the clock and has told her to stop fucking with it. So he at night goes to the cuckoo clock and then when the bird comes out, I <laughs> turns its head backwards. He grabs his fucking head and turns it backwards. It all around. And then it's like, haha, now Tara's Tara's going to get in trouble because dad's going to think innocuous. it was her. Very simple. Yes. He wakes up the next morning to find out that he has now gone back a few days in time to it is his birthday. He thinks it's because he made a birthday wish because he wanted to do his birthday over again so he could not have all the terrible things happen to him. But for some reason, they still do, even though they are. he knows that they are all going to happen again. And so he lives through his birthday again. He's just like, well, that was weird. Time to go to sleep. When he wakes up the next day, he's even further back in time. He's two days or three days back to another incident that he explained at the beginning of the book where Tara 
uh, fucked with him and he has to live out that terrible day again. And you're like, okay, so now you're going back in time and maybe you're going to groundhog day it mm-hmm. and, and fix the things that happen and get back at Tara. Nope. He goes back again and then he just keeps going back in time. Just keeps going back and back. Getting yep. younger and younger. He wakes up after the, the three incidences we know about again. And it's like, he goes to class and they're like, who the fuck are you? And he and he's like, uh, and he goes to look in the mirror and he's like four years younger. He has to go play with like fucking clay and shit. He has to go play with like little babies. He wakes up the next morning. He's now like in the first grade. He's literally going back in time with his 12 year old brain in a younger and younger body, almost in a creepy Benjamin Button situation. Very. Realizing that if he doesn't go back and fix the clock, which at this point now is just back in the shop, he is going to potentially disappear from existence because he'll just, because time is going backward. I don't know how time travel works with this one. And he eventually uh, gets back in time, uh, manages as a baby. Yes, as as a toddling little baby. As a one-year-old to somehow get to the clock and turn the head back forward. And then time resets. But when that happens, uh-oh, who didn't make it back in time when he got back to the present day? Rut-row. Rut-row. Somebody's somebody didn't have another another baby. Yeah, somebody was erased from existence, yep. and that was somebody gone. His sister, and that's the end of the book. Yep, it's a young man's travel through time into a younger and younger version of himself. In a quest to destroy the existence of his sister, which really of reality. The entire second half of the book is just hilarious situations where a twelve-year-old mind is having to deal with being a baby. <laughs> It is, it is, it is a book that starts off so like, oh, this kind of sucks and becomes something magical. <laughs> I it, know. It, it is. And it is, it is so much so that after reading it last night, despite the rule of the show, I told Joe he should read it. And yeah. he did. Yeah. We he did. The, and I was pleasantly surprised this morning. So, so this book is, and what's amazing is when I told you to read it, I said, don't read the back, which it doesn't matter. The back didn't yeah, even the give back back doesn't tell me jack shit. Yeah. And because going into it, we were like, oh, is this about time travel? That seems kind of odd. And then it goes beyond what you think. You think maybe he's just going to relive those days. I honestly thought it was going to be more like a death clock. Yeah. Well, it's right. Because it's cuckoo Cuckoo clock clock of doom. doom. Or when the the clock goes off, like like a final destination, something breaks. Yeah. 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 It did not do any of that. Like there's a countdown to something, you mm-hmm. know, or, or I don't know, maybe it makes him older. So yeah, something that's, that's weird. The normal. Oh, of... you thought he was gonna get bigged. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was gonna be like because they say that the clock, um, on the clock there's like a dial that does the year, as well, and it goes up to for our book, which is the new one. Yours, yours is probably the old one, Joe, because um, uh-huh. ours has changed all the dates to the two thousands. Um. Yeah. But like basically there's a thing on the clock that says, oh, the years only go up to like 2050. So I was like, oh, he's going to well, go to the year 2050. That's when climate change is really going to like set in. So honestly, okay, the clock's okay, not okay. wrong. Hey, Daniel, save it for your podcast. Um, <laughs> that's your prediction, Joe. You can't take that. <laughs> yeah, <away. laughs> you wanted it. Now you got it. <laughs> but it, yeah, it is. It becomes this weird like existential crisis book about. Um, I'm, I'm going to stop existing soon, but also like, what would it be like to have all of your mental faculties where you are now and have no agency in the world? Cause you're one, (laughs) you're a baby. You can't do shit. 
Can't do shit, you fucking little baby. And it's hilarious because the book is filled, when it gets to those points at the end, it's filled with him as a baby rolling his eyes at like yes. some shit. Yes, a lot of baby happening. eye rolling. Yeah. They they did not make this one into a TV episode, I'm guessing. I doubt it because I don't know how. It, they should it have. It would have be been possible. hilarious. It would have been do it as a, You could do it as a cartoon, maybe. Yeah. That'd be good. But like, but, it's you're, the thing is, there is, it's all internal monologue. Like yeah. there is no is, is even like see most of it. There is no friend in this book that he like talks to really or no, no. It's, well, except for the reader, who yeah, he addresses. He, yeah. One of the weirdest things is this book. He addresses us a lot. He Weird. talks to us directly. Yeah, yeah. which but they again, do on occasion. Seen, but Jeff, but, Jeff, he's seen the knife of time. He knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's beyond. He's beyond all things now. that are linear. He knows that he is a character in a book. That's right. Yeah. So that is that is the the breakdown of. Uh, Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Um, I have I I was not visited in the night by R.L. Stein. Nope. Danielle was not either. Joe, were you visited in the night by R.L. Stein? R.L. Stein uh, did visit me in the night. Oh. oh. Um, and he said he said that he said that there's he said if I set this clock to the right time, mm-hmm. um, th- that he will emerge. <laughs> Is that that's something? There's something there. Yeah, he if you he's he if if it's the right time on the right day instead of the cuckoo clock bird popping out, Arl Stein pops. It'll out. be him. But will it be him like the size of a cuckoo bird or him yes. full sized, fun size or full size? He will he will speak to us through the cuckoo bird. Oh, okay. okay. It is his avatar. Gotcha. The way of water, yeah. whatever the new one's called. Sure. All right. All right. All right, well, uh, Joe. I mean, do you want to? Do you know what what number to set the clock to? Uh, sixty nine. Of course, <laughs> everybody knows that. Everyone knew it. <laughs> That's the funny number. You know what? I'll set. I'll set it. I'll set it to four twenty. Okay. Because <laughs> right, you do number. that. That's a funny weed number. <laughs> make a make a toke. <laughs> toke a wish, bro. Because <laughs> it's four twenty. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Joe um, doesn't smoke weed. He does not. <laughs> no. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, um, cl- clickety, clack, clickety. That's my setting of watch. Clickety, clickety, click, 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 clickety, click, click, click. Wow, hello. Uh, cuckoo. Oh, God. Uh, when you said cuckoo, I thought it was that bird that likes Cocoa Puffs. Oh, shit. You do kind of look like it. Yeah. Well, that was a little rude. It's, it's been so long since I've been on the show. Or has it? Oh. Almost impossible. Time's a flat circle, and I know because I I have become one with that. I <laughs> That explains how you got so many books written. Yeah, is that how you wrote so many of these Goosebumps books? What do you mean so many? I've only written two. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> know. You got I a know. young Trust RL. Me. That's right. That's right. That's exactly that thing I said. It's RL as like Miss Dr. Manhattan where like he sees time except that he is not wearing anything. <laughs> it's a naked RL floating above us in the room. Oh shit, dude. I am I am back in time writing my first goosebumps. I am 80 years in the future writing my 800th goosebumps book. You know it. <laughs> now, tell us about this book RL. We read Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Cuckoo Clock of Doom is as it, it, it was, it was, a, it was. You know what? It was one of those goofy little experiments mm-hmm. that I that I decided very early on. I'm gonna start off with a clock. <laughs> Good start. You hadn't Excellent. done it before, and just see whatever the fuck 
mm-hmm. see what happens. comes out. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Whatever goes on. Uh, but what I what I accidentally stumbled upon is the the a, a a concept that we think about a lot. It's something that we sort of obsess over as we get older, and that is NFTs. What if I had a chance? NFTs. <laughs> what if I had a chance to really get those apes, all of them together and sell them? <laughs> All at once, and and unfortunately, I missed I missed my chance, but not yet. <laughs> still got time. There's still there's always time. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> I want to see the person who's like, when I go back in time, I'm not going to win the lottery. I'm going to buy all the ape NFTs. All, all the all the all the board apes. Uh, no, what I have discovered is there's this 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 compulsion to want to return to to a younger, more idyllic time, mm-hmm. and even even young. Even young Michael Webster, booksman, has determined that that is something he does. Oh, he can't remember those wonderful five years when Tara wasn't present, and that is something that he desires more than anything. And uh, wouldn't you know it, he gets his wish. He goes back in time with the mental faculties to, to really appreciate it. And what does he discover? Things really aren't as great as they seemed. No. Uh for first, you know, he he realizes that you can't just you can't just assume that the past was good because it was the past because I can't remember it very well. It's very much that whole you know how you think the good old days are really good? They sure. weren't. Yeah, yeah. No. They weren't good. And that's a fairly mature and thoughtful thing yes, that he kind of goes through. A recognition and growth that what makes you who you are is not because uh, uh, all the all you 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 failed and all the stuff in the past was bad. It was bad then too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except that his parents actually loved him when he was younger. But they did say that he might be slow. They did call him stupid as fuck. They but that's say, just true. Yeah. Remember, I did say his parents told him he was dumb. <laughs> yeah, and he is. And <laughs> and when he was younger, the girl he liked was an asshole. <laughs> To him specifically, he hey, that sucked. But that's the kind of thing you only write. It's it's a kind of even at a young age, you should learn to not pine for the past and instead think about going forward and making the best of your situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. a there. Was, I kind of lost the thing with the clock. I just kind of <laughs> needed a thi- a time thing, <laughs> like a time travel thing. Maybe maybe RL is just thinking that. What's the point of a clock that kicks backwards? There's no. What's point the point to of it. a What's the point of a clock with a bird in it? That's true. Yeah, that's a fair question. Yeah, you know? what do clocks and birds have to do with why, each other? Why, why a bird? Also, why could it be something else? Like I don't know, a squirrel or some other animal? A reindeer. Yeah, yeah. reindeer. Why, why not a reindeer? A crab. Yeah, Ooh, a crab. The, and the it crab, can like click its the little crab claws. Clock click, of click, doom. click, 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 click. Better than cuckooing. Ugh. Yeah. yeah dumb. Stupid. Yeah. It is stupid. So, 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 looking at the past, looking through nostalgia's lens is is an inaccurate way to to and live. Is, your it life. is one. It is something that you could do at any age, and two, it is a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. Never look to the past for what's good. Learn from it, and don't try to go back there through magic clocks or otherwise. Yeah, it's true. Through Deloreans, clocks, um, hats, hats, red hats. You know the ones. What? MAGA hats? Don't look at those. Oh, 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 huh. I get it. Yeah. You got it. You gotta get it. it. I got it now. Because that's how time works. All right. Well, RL, bird RL? (laughs) Cuckoo clock RL. (laughs) It's reverse lifestyle, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) 
Goku. Oh no, I gotta go by. Oh, he went back inside the clock. Okay. <laughs> Jojo left the room because he's afraid of clocks and birds. Well, every time. time that RL, I didn't realize this, but every time RL Stein comes into the show in the studio, I um, I, as it turns out, I I go to the sunken place. <laughs> from get out it's really bad every single time it's like when uh troy meets lavar burton in community yeah it's very much like that that's what joe yeah exactly. you go catatonic yeah I, I go i go i go kitty catatonic yeah, um, yeah. it's adorable baby all right well it was nice that rl visited us and gave us that 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 breakdown of which i would say as far as um theme like this one pretty pretty straightforward like not hard to kind of discern, not to say that RL, you know, wasn't trying to make it, you know, nuanced, but like it is very much, uh, yeah, man, going back in time kind of sucks. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. but there's not really much of a lesson. Yeah. There's gain. Yeah. There's, there's, I would say that in this book, there is no lesson learned really. Cause he gets his sister disappeared. Yeah. So. And he does not mind. It's fine. And his parents don't mind, obviously. Yeah, this book has no moral, no real moral guide for it whatsoever, which is I guess fine. It's just like, don't fuck with your older sibling because they'll like screw you out of existence. Yeah, don't let your dad buy a clock because then you'll never get born. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Don't do it. Don't trust clocks. Don't trust dads. That's true. Yeah. Don't trust dads. Don't trust daddy. <laughs> All right. So I have, I have a number of different things. This book is, there's not a lot of like, I would say wild things that happen. I mean, yes, turning into a baby, wild. But yes. uh, as far as just like plot stuff that happens, like it's pretty, it's pretty linear. Even though it's a, <laughs> even though it's not, even though it's going backwards, you know, in time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. The uh, thing you're saying makes sense. Yes. Mm hmm. So let me pull up. Let me pull up my thing. So the uh, book opens up with literally the first four chapters is just drilling home the point that Tara is a terrible human being yeah so yep. give us give us the the um the, give us a bit of that Jack. give us a bit of the, the terra the terror the, the terrible yeah. terrible yeah, yeah, terror. Yeah, yeah. well here and and i and let's preface with this his sister is seven in this right it's a seven-year-old picture a seven-year-old right. right awful sure you're seven you're you're in second grade you're in second grade you don't know shit but i have to give i i can't blame tara for being terrible as much as I also have to blame Michael for being the most gullible, stupid yes, person. Because honestly, if he were my brother, I would have done that too. Yes, he is pretty stupid, and you know what? He deserves a lot of the. He the really does. She so this is really a good. Does. This is a good. This is a good space for playing. Yeah, he does deserve everything that happens. <laughs> it, it, the, Talk the, about how terrible children are. They're awful, and it's, it starts with Tara. So the book literally opens with Michael, your shoes untied. First page, chapter one. So already, the very first thing we got is a goof. Right. She's already trying to fuck with him. She's already, I don't even know characters' names yet. And this girl is already trying to get one over on her brother. She's not giving me the reader a moment to actually settle in. Fucking rude. Uh, my sister Tara sat on the front steps grinning at me. Another one of her dumb jokes. First of all, not a joke. No. Not considered a joke. I'm not an idiot. I knew better than to look down on my shoe. If I did, she'd slap me under the chin or why something. Why would you know better than, why would, that's not even. <laughs> I guess experience i yeah but he doesn't use any of the experience to make things no, happen no that's like that's not even a joke though or a prank that's like a bugs bunny level 
Yeah. Yeah. It's and just at the very least like a Looney Tunes ass, like, hey, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, he bends my over fingers, and then you hey, need my him fingers in the on the button. Face or something. Like, it's like it's like when someone's like, Hey, you got something on your shirt and they put their finger on your shirt. You're just like, This is not a joke. And my finger my finger's on your shirt and then they just they Yeah, and they, bloop. they were, I don't know what you would call it. I guess prank is the closest thing. I don't know. There's gotta be a word for that. Yeah, bullying. it's like a lame prank. Yeah, it's kind of a bully thing. Uh, Mom had just called me and the brat inside for dinner an hour before she had made us go outside because she couldn't so stand. Already editorializing. Yeah, already, already she's not, a brat. Hey, already not letting us. Mm-hmm. Let us decide. Let me decide. She's a brat. Yeah, she is though. <laughs> she is. It, it was impossible not to fight with Tara when it comes to stupid tricks. Tara never knows when to quit. I guess trick would be a good word. Yeah, trick is. Fun. I'm not kidding. She insisted. Your shoes untied. You're going to trip. Knock it off, Tara. I said. I started up. The front steps. My left shoe seemed to cling to the cement. I pulled it up with a jerk. Yuck, I stepped on something sticky. I glanced at Tara. She's a skinny little squirt with a wide red mouth like a clown's. This is so crazy. And stringy brown hair that she wears in two pigtails. After, so we get, and then she's like, she was watching me giggling. You better look down, she taunted in her sing-song voice. I glanced at my shoe. It wasn't untied, of course, but I just stepped in a huge wad of gum. So really, she's fucking genius. Because she knows that if she tells him his shoe is untied... That then he'll be like, oh, that's the trick. So I won't look down. And so she's like, since he won't look down, I'll put some gum there. And then he'll step in it because he refuses to look down because he thinks his shoes are She's playing 5D chess. We understand. She is. She has actually like already. This is the thing, right? Like she's already won. Yeah. This is a a man. She's 10 steps ahead. Yeah, she yeah. engaging with her is the, she's Twitter, and you should not engage with her. That, <laughs> it's you lose no matter what. So that's our, our very first thing is Tara's sucks. She tricked me, even though Tara you, sucks, but is also way smarter than her older brother. Yeah, basically she's a god and he is but man, and she knows how to play the game. Yeah, because she says then after that you're gonna get it, Tara. I grumbled. I tried to grab you it, but call she dodged. Me mystery because I know the game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I chased her into the kitchen. She screamed and hid behind my mother. Mom, hide me. Michael's going to get me. She shrieked <laughs> as if she were afraid of me. Fat chance. Michael Webster, mom stole it. Stop chasing your little sister. And then she glanced at my shoe and added, is that gum on your shoe? Oh, Michael, you're tracking it all over the floor. Tara made me step on it, which that's a crazy thing to say, Michael. That is a wild thing to say. Tara forced me, <laughs> a human, human being. Yes. To step in gum. Yes. To step in gum. She, she told me to look down. I did not. I refused. It was, and I stepped in gum, thus her fault. Yeah, he does sound crazy. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, um, it's kind of hard to like root for him in any yeah. way. Yeah, you know, he's the, he's Danielle and I were talking about the dumbest characters, the dumbest protagonists, mm-hmm. and I think he might rank up there. He is absolutely in the top five. So that's that's our first intro, and the chapter one is really we we, we get we get Tara the terrible, and and she's she's playing tricks. Playing like tricks. Sophisticated tricks, and she knows how to manipulate the parents, so the parents always blame him. She's basically running this show. Yeah, she's running this house. Yeah. Um, but also, we got to say, and I'll, this will be the second thing I jump into in Chapter 2, and it's page uh, it's page on Chapter 2. The parents do have it out for Michael, though. They are quite mean. Yes. <laughs> they do not like him. So, so Michael's telling... Uh, is he telling fibs? He's telling fibs. So they're always <laughs> saying that Michael is telling fibs. Fibbing. Because they got this clock and dad's saying it's enchanted and they're like, ooh, it's got magical powers. And they're like, they're like, don't, don't, don't use your imagination, kids. Well, they it's- also they also say there's something wrong with it. Yeah. They which you don't know about and you find out at the end, which does have payoff. Yeah, it does. It does. Come that's back a, that's a thing they do see. See, yeah. this is what I'm saying. Like 
3D chess man. Yeah. Where's where is that part? So that it's on? chapter two is when the when the clock comes in and they talk about it being enchanted. Yeah. So he he has the clock. He says and she's page nine and he goes. Um, Legend, this is the dad, I believe. Legend has it the man who built this clock had magical powers. He put a spell on the clock. Legend has it. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> they they say if you know the secret, you can use the clock to go back in time. And the mom's like, did Anthony tell you that? <laughs> Anthony, the guy. Do you have documentation? What a, what a great way to sell an old clock. Claim it has magic power, which is great. She's like, you dumb fucking piece of shit. This is not the first thing that dad has brought home that mom's just been like, the, Thank you. That that's so good. It's just ooh, it's twist the knife. Yep, yep. Dig it in. <laughs> and then and then um, the dad who wouldn't let her spoil her, as in like yeah yeah, razz me all you want, you bitch. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah I'm a billionaire. You never know. It could be true. Why not? And then Tara's like, I think it's true. And then the guy, as we find out, his name is Herman. Herman. Yeah. Herman, Herman Webster. Webster. Goes, Herman. That's rough. I wish you wouldn't tell these kids these wild stories. It's not good for them. And it only encourages Michael. He's always making things up, telling fibs and impossible stories. He gets that from you. And Michael's <laughs> just like, I'm right here. Yeah, he's just like, I haven't said shit. I'm, what the fuck what? are you talking about? Woman. The, the mom's like, imagination is one thing. Lies and fibs are something else entirely. <laughs> I, that's a, that's a, like, I don't the, know if you can draw that line. So. I gotta say, I hate the word fib and fibbing. It is terrible. It is the stupidest. It brings that word back up, and it's just a word that, like, as a kid, <sighs> you have no power are against. Are you fibbing? Are you a fibber? Are you a fibber? Are you a dirty fibs? This sounds like a fib. It's in your, I sounds know like that. A this seems like a fib. It does sound like a slur. Hey, wait, wait. Is this you a fib? fib. You can tell me where it's in What is the origin of the word fib? Uh, mid 16th century perhaps a shortening of the obsolete fibble fable nonsense <gasps> fibble fable nonsense yeah that's way better yeah why don't we just say fibble fable nonsense fibble fable, nonsense. fibble fable uh, words and phrases from the past start fibble fabling stop fibble fable. oh I'm on a website that's gonna give me a lot of uh, bad cookies now the OED you crazy person it means nonsense so fibble fibble fable means nonsense so fibble, fable. also there's one that says Fibble Fable or F Y B B L E, and then it's a dash F A B L E. Could be Fibble Fable still. Fibble Fable Fibble Fable. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. First documented use was in 1581 by Walter Haddon against Asorius. I knew it was that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's always him. It's always him. That trouble. Yeah. Uh, in 1581, J Bell, uh, the most Fibble Fable ye ever could be imagined. Wow. That sounds good. Ye be fibble fabling over here. You be telling the biggest fibble fable ye can imagine. Your honor, my client is an honorable man. He is not a fibble fabler. I mean, ye is coming back. Ye is coming back. I'm bringing it back. But so the clock is broken. Right. Well, it's not broken. It just has a, it has a problem that no one knows Some about. Some kind of flaw or imperfection or something or other. They couldn't find the flaw. Yeah. You know, which is you never look at gift clock in the mouth. No. Especially one that you bought yourself. Yes. That's, thank you, Jeff. You want to keep that illusion that you spent money on a worthy thing as you long as possible. You cannot reveal. Never show weakness. Never show weakness, especially in front of your loved ones. Oh, yeah. Use it especially these you. loved ones. They will these usurp your power. They will destroy you. They will remove you from the crown. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> God damn it. And... But, oh, wait. I see what I did there. You're right, Danielle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, me. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, 
the next couple chapters of this, Jeff, if I remember right, and Danielle, too, you can chime in if you want. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> they if you'd like th- to. They kind of go through... We get a play-by-play on, like, the shittiness of the well, past no, no, few no. days. Well, no, no, It's kind of like a, 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 a real Chekhov's gun show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, uh, at the time, I didn't know. Oh, these are events that will come back. Yeah. He, he, he kind of, he goes into his mind palace mm-hmm. and goes over a few very distinct, very... Very um, damning, also. Yeah. Situations. Like, and damning in the sense of, like, they end terribly for him. So there's there's the birthday party... Which is that he falls in cake, which is embarrassing. Yeah. He also like just rips on some women. <laughs> yeah, he really does. <laughs> Let me see what page that is actually. <laughs> Hang on. And um, while you're looking for that, I just wanted to put in who has, who makes their child carry their own birthday, birthday cake, cake into the room. <laughs> like that's not <laughs> what? That's so dumb. So, okay. So, so this is on page 19. Um, He's talking about the event, the like the bike. We and by the way, the 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 move into this like memory is bonkers. Yeah, it just kind of happens. Well, it's it's weird. It's like he's got us trapped in a room with him, and he's like, "I want to <laughs> tell you my story." I'm gonna tell you, but it's not gonna be in order. Oh, yeah. what's but my it's... story? Pull up a chair and get comfortable. <laughs> You're gonna hear bits of it several times. So he he talks about how like he tripped on the cake and it was embarrassing. It ruined the cake. That sucked. And also the thing with his bike. His bike was ruined. And oh, then he a, talks about how yeah, he had a brand new bike tear, knocked it over. got a scratch. Yeah. And, and then he says, um, the party, um, this is a page 19, uh, you know, your friends will be here. Like he got the bike before his friends got there when yeah. the party takes place. And so he's like, Oh, the party will make me feel better. I invited some of my best friends. The friends he invited are David, Josh, Michael B. Jordan and Henry <laughs> and Lars. I mean, I would, who wouldn't invite him? Henry Flowers, the guy who beats the shit out of him as well at some point. Ah, uh, that would, yes. Oh, they're all, Jeff, come on. At the end of the day, they're best friends. Now, boys will be boys. Boys will be boys, you know, thank you. <laughs> it's fine. You know, just whipping them with a towel. Now, the other people he invites, is he invites three, it's a boy-girl party. This oh, is, I know. I, this is, yeah, this co-ed man. He's very progressive also. I know, he invites Cece, Rosie, and Mona. Yeah. And he really liked Mona and he's like very casual. It's like, I, she has a cute nose. Yeah. She's tall. She's cool. He just likes her. Yeah. And, oh yeah. She's and, cool. and this is the part like, I, okay. I don't laugh during these books. I like, can't like, there's, there's nothing in them that's good. <laughs> this part genuinely gave me a good belly laugh and it goes, this is Where on page 19, uh, chapter, chapter three, bottom of page 19. Cece, Rosie, and Mona arrived all at once. They took off their jackets. <clears throat> Mona was wearing pink overalls and a white turtleneck. She looked great. I didn't care what the other girls were. <laughs> <laughs> That's so like, true. <laughs> Fuck those bitches. I only care about Mona. Fuck those superficial bitches. I only care about Mona, like my about wife. Mona, what does she wear? And you know me. She, they're there because Mona's there. And I think he says that where he's just like, I wanted Mona, but the, the this is her her entourage. <laughs> this is her entourage. She came. She came with plus twos. I would have just had it just be me and Mona, but I, she had to bring her friends. Then, 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 of course, like you know, Tara just fucking. Tara strategically she she ruins his life I guess she's real good at it AI guided missiles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, she's yep. basically like hey Mona you know Michael really likes you and then Mona's like he does and and like uh, this is the thing right and I, I as an adult know this 
Mm-hmm. That that shit doesn't work if you like own it, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're well, just not embarrassed at all. Doesn't work. Well, that's his whole thing. As we said that, I think we were reading is just like if he just owned all these things happening, yeah. just roll with it. Yeah, he, he's like too inflexible. Fall in your cake. You make it a joke. It just bounce. It would just roll off him like water yeah. off a duck's head. You take away Tara's power when you don't react negatively to the things that are happening. But she, but she she can always get and that's and that's actually the thing they point out is like. Mona's eyes widen and then she's laughing. She's not laughing because like the thing that says she's, and she even says it. She's like, your face is all red. (laughs) Exactly. She's laughing at your reaction, not at the thing. Now that's one, one bad day. That's one gun. That's one gun. That's one Chekhov's gun. The next Chekhov's gun of course is with Kevin and his fucking stupid hat. Well, that was the third Chekhov's gun. The second one is with the, the frog prince. The frog prince. Yeah. Does that happen? If, oh, yeah. that happens next. So, so, God. so he's going back through like he's like, hey, reader, he, you don't believe my sister's here are, awful. Here are three things that I swear to God it's going to be important. <laughs> yeah, Buzzfeed's yeah. top three reasons why my sister is the worst human being imaginable. And the, and the fourth and the second one is that he brings Cece, Mona, and other one. What was the other one's name? Rosie. Trixie. Rosie. Trixie. Same thing. And what I love is that like R.L. Stein really decided to just like develop a world around these characters that we don't get to see, but we get glimpses into. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like, oh, another thing that bad that happened is we all had parts in the school play. The play was the new version of the Frog Prince. Mona was the princess. Cece and Rosie were her silly sisters. And I was the frog before the princess before he turns into the prince. So he gets kissed yeah, by Mona. Yeah, he's the one who gets kissed. Yeah, yeah. so kind of like the world is kind of pushing him into, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but I love well, that we What get a this, wild situation to find yourself in. We, and, and he's got a costume and they, they're coming over to to rehearse the play at his house, the three girls with him, which is, oh boy, that's a, mm-hmm. that's mom, you, that's, my mom wouldn't let me have that happen. And I mean, three oh, girls no. over at three, once? Three oh, girls no. at once. I better have a Gatorade. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> This scene is fucking insane. It's bonkers. So um, he hurries up to change into his costume. Because the girls oh, want to see Okay, it. there's one detail we missed that's important is the, the broken lock. His, his, his room has a broken lock. Ah, yeah, right? yes. yes. And in, on his birthday, that's something he asked his dad to do, fix the lock on my yeah. door. Um, so he has a broken lock, and this is why it's relevant. It's like a Chekhov's gun inside of a Chekhov's gun. A hat on a hat? It's a Chekhov's reverse bullet. It's a Chekhov's turducken, turducken. <laughs> he goes up to put on his frog costume. He takes off his pants and his shirt, because you need to feel the frog skin against <laughs> yes, your skin. It's not real unless you feel the frog. <laughs> he has to get into character, and it's, he can't have his... method, okay? He can't have his humy clothes on, his normie clothes on. The only way... That Mona can get a sense of the power of my hog is if it's That's slightly right. protruding through my frog costume. <laughs> That's a nice little limerick. And he stood there in his underwear um, that wasn't from the undies. No. no. Or Bombas. He fucked up. Probably stained. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a dirty little Tugging boy. at the yeah. zipper when the bedroom door clicked open. Here he is, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Behold. <laughs> yeah, he could have just been like... Don't be scared. <laughs> yeah, right. He could have just like struck a pull nice up, pose. Pull up a chair and get comfortable. Well, because yeah. it's not his. It's not his mistake that this is happening. Exactly. No. Mona, T- Cece, and Rosie, uh, and Tara staring at me in my underwear. I forced myself to look. It was worse than I thought. They also. What would be better? They all stood there. 
staring and laughing. Tara laughed the hardest. She laughed like a rotten little hyena. And if you think that was bad, <laughs> get a load of this. And then we go to another flashback. It's basically like, oh, in this one time, like yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of like the vibe we're getting. Yeah, it's like sitting with a kid and they're like, and this other time, and then this one time. Well, well, no, you know what's funny, Danielle? It's it's like we're sitting with an old man. <laughs> ah. There just was a this long, one time. Drawn out, stupid story that seems to be going nowhere. When my life went down the toilet, well, I know exactly when it happened. It, I was yeah. 12 years old. I was old. There standing in my underwear, <laughs> which we wear, which I called a frog suit, as was the style at the time. But of course, that was before Kevin beat me up because I stole his hat. He loved that hat because he got it from the devil. Not the devil they have nowadays. This devil was blue because the Kaiser took the color red. <laughs> so, the, so the next story is just... That thing I just said. That yeah, that nonsense. thing you just said, which is t- like he's playing basketball with friends. Tara takes one of his friend's beloved hat and puts it in his bag. Beloved hat. His most beloved his most hat. most beloved hat, which he wears all the time, put it into Michael's bag. So when he lost it, he was like, who's got it? And then they found it in Michael's bag and he beat the shit. He beat the yep. shit out of Michael. Beat the living like, shit out of him. So these are like, these are can, like. Can I describe uh, how he, because the way that he walks back after getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah, it's, it's not a Goosebumps book without some descriptions of violence and the toll that it takes on children. I'll spare you the blood and gore. Let's just say my clothes didn't fit too well when Kevin got through taking me apart. So so he's he's saying that he tore his clothes, right? Not that he, like, shrunk his clothes and then forced him to run around. Or, like, he, he swung him around by his clothes that they all stretched yeah, him Yeah, that's out. what I thought. Like, like a trunch bull kind of situation. Just yeah. beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah, so... Then Josh and Henry helped me home. My mom didn't recognize me. My eyes and nose had traded places with my chin. My name is Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) I'm 42. I work in a paper processing plant, and I'd like to meet another potato who also likes, who wants to join me on my walk with the Lord. Here at Christian Potato Mingle. Hey, listen, no no tater tots before marriage. Here at Plenty of Spuds. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm really proud that we got there together. <laughs> yeah, at the very end of chapter four, this is where I stopped reading with Danielle because I was so fucking tired of this book initially. He says, now you understand what I had to live with. Now you know why I did the terrible thing that I did. Anyone in my place would have done the same. And it's like, okay, well, that sounds like he fucking burnt his family alive. Yeah, it sounds that, like a sinister sort of thing. And then I became Jeff the killer. Exactly. <laughs> so he says that it's like setting the stage for just like, oh, something intense like, is going to oh, happen. Oh, fuck. He's going to fucking kill someone. And and you don't realize, and I didn't realize it till the very end of the book, that because we're waiting as the book's progressing. We're like, he's going to get one over on Tara. He, That's yeah, he doesn't reveal what he does until the end. Yeah, yeah. which you're like, because he doesn't dwell in it. It's this weird story of him going through time. And you find out, which makes this 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 end of the chapter more like dire and creepy, is that you unalived your sister, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like he, and and that's another thing about him as a narrator. Spoiler alert: about him as a narrator is that he's presenting us with this tale, and it's kind of convenient that he super underplays the part where he knocks his sister out of complete existence. Yeah. So so just so we're clear, like the in the next chapter. Um, he, 
chapter five, like he recognized, like he's laying awake wondering what he can do to fuck with his sister. And on page uh, 32, he goes down in the middle of the night. He waits for the clock to strike midnight. The head, the, the, uh, the bird pops out, he grabs the head and he spins it around. That's all he does. This is what a, a maniacal evil genius he is. Well, there's a, there's a line here, which also makes weird sense. It's he's waiting for it. It's like one minute to go 30 seconds, 10 seconds. This the gong sounded cuckoo, cuckoo. The yellow bird popped out. I grabbed it in mid cuckoo. It made short strangling noises. <laughs> it's very cartoonish. Yeah. It's kind of ghoulish. And he, he, he twists it around. Face face it makes away. a noise, which uh, not accurate, but not, not alive. The bird's not alive. The bird doesn't but... make the bird's not the source of it anyway. And it then, is. and then we get like very like that's that's all he does. That's what he that's what he that's thinks his to do. And big so, plan for revenge. And so us the readers, we go, that's the bad thing, right? You like did to your that's sisters. what you fucking did. That's it, yeah. dude. Which is, the mis- which is a misdirect. The misdirect, a misdirect, and makes him seem better throughout the book because we yep. don't know yet that and what he actually did was fucking yeah destroy we think he's just a victim for the whole book yeah that's the point and so like the the next part though we get into the middle of the book mm-hmm. time travel time, time travel. travel at this point i actually but right we were starting this before we started back in chapter five i think i asked danielle like what's like we were like okay what happens what's, what's happening yeah, where we could like, this possibly be going we were like where is this going and we had a couple of ideas where we were thinking because it's called the cuckoo clock of doom right so you're just like what is this clock going to do yeah what's the doom part and i was like well maybe he's gonna start aging maybe it's like a thinner type of situation at this point you have no idea the direction that the narrative is going to take it, it seems aimless so at the point. Weird. It seems yeah. aimless, and you're and you're frustrated because you had to listen to some whiny kid mm-hmm. for five chapters, bitch about, about being fucking stupid as hell. Yeah, and then we get, um, page the 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 end of chapter uh uh five. He's like, "What's going on here?" Um, because the dad is setting up freight paper in the room, and it doesn't make sense. It's a Groundhog's mom, Day situation. Yeah, and his mom says, "Don't go into the." garage because there's a bunch of fucking trash in there which was a lie that his mom terrible lie terrible lie yeah and he realizes it's his birthday again except he remembers having it and it's it's and and like it's interesting because they end the chapter on him like what the hell is happening Mm -hmm. which is a good spot to end it yeah it's yeah Um, it's the one good spot that he's ever ended a chapter on it's not like (laughs) it's not like a fake out no no it's just a what the fuck yeah and then chapter six is interesting and and chapter six is interesting because like and, and and honestly, Jeff, when I realized that they were going to be doing this, it's the it's the adventure again. And this is the adventure. He's reliving these moments. I was actually terrified. Like, well, now I'm gonna have to go through all that writing. You're right. Again. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to relive these things anymore. I didn't like reading about it the first no. time. I don't want to see you do it again. Chapter six is again. This is. I don't know why Arlstein does this sometimes. He just makes a chapter that's one page. Yep. Yeah, it's like one page. Single chapter page. six is. Basically, the entire thing with Tara ruining his bike, and he realizes, like, I am living my day again. Like, and he is as ineffective this time around as he was the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like you think initially, like he's gonna he's gonna relive these days, and he's gonna get a chance to make it right. Yeah. So, so the the bike breaking, the getting damaged. He the thinks bike breaking. Oh <laughs> no! Oh boy! Uh, this is the same day. But wait a minute. 
Well, this presents a bit of an opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. he realizes it. Yeah, slowly. Yeah. Takes He's him like, a while, but he gets there. But like, it's it's funny because like, it, it, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the phrase subverts your expectations. It, 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 it because yep. you you expect it to be like because he says at the end of chapter six he says oh like, um my birthday wish came true. Wow, I thought this is kind of cool. And we're like, oh, cool. We've all had this fantasy of like, if I could go back, this is what I would do if different. If I could turn back, back time. time. Well, if I did. could find, find my way. way, I would not fall on that cake. <laughs> then he's immediate, but then he's immediately like anxious already because he's like, oh no, I have to go through the horrible party again. So he has like the realization that, hey, this is cool. But then also the immediate thought that like, oh, this sucks. I can, uh, but, but, he all, but also sort of like, well, I can, I can change things for the better. Chapter eight and kind of moving forward, he's now back in these memories that are now happening again. But he he can't. She outsmarts him again. Yeah. Well, he he, can't. it's, it's kind of like he can't. It's weird because like I think in a lot of Goosebumpses, this is the kind of thing that we would point out. Like this is fucking stupid. Like, this is just lazy. But in this one, it's sort of like his his attempts to kind of prevent uh, you know, the negative outcomes, mm-hmm. they just, it just doesn't work. Well, there's in chapter 11, it's, it's creepy actually. In chapter 11, he's, he's now on day. So by he does, it. he does fall on the cake. Well, yeah. That's, no, that's so he's like, so everything still happens, slight variation, but like all the bad things on his birthday still happen. Falls in the cake. Tara rips open his presence. He doesn't try and really actively change anything except for the cake part. And he fails miserably. And he fails still. Like it's just, it still happens. And you're like, oh, well, so are you not going to go and like, you know, have the the uh, uh, the ability to like change these days? And it's creepy because in chapter 11, chapter uh, 10 going into 11, we're on the second. He goes to sleep. He wakes up. And now it's like even earlier where it's where they came over to rehearse. Right. The so play. frog frog prince time. Frog prince. This is a this is chapter. What chapter is this? This is chapter 10. Uh, for me, it's page 53 where. It's again the same day he's realizing it. The doorbell rang. Oh no, Mona, Cece, and Rosie, the frog prince, <laughs> the underwear. I can't let it happen. But my feet started taking me upstairs. I was walking like a robot to my room. Why am I doing this? I asked myself. I'll get out the frog costume. The zipper will be stuck. Tara will open the door and I'll be standing there in my underpants. Mona will laugh her head off. I'll want to sink to the floor. I know all this will happen. So why am I doing it? Can't I stop myself? It's, it, it no. kind of. No. Yeah, and that's it's kind of creepy because it almost is like his body's he it kind of eludes that it's like he can't like your fate is your fate. Yeah, like you time is a straight line. You can't vary you can't Time's deviate a, Jeff, from Jeff, it is the official opinion of Geesebumps, <laughs> the show that time is a flat circle. It is a flat circle. All right. Okay. But um but it is, and then like chapter eleven, he's like, Don't go upstairs. He begs himself, don't go to your room. You don't have to do this. There must be a way to stop it, to control it. It's kind of intense. It is. And he but the, never so but out. but what ends up happening, the logic here is what gets me is is he he makes up an obvious lie. Yeah. He doesn't try that hard. He's not smart. Again, we've said he's no, not he's a smart person. Very stupid. Well, yeah, that's well, he's not good at lie. He lies a lot. That was remember well, remember what his mom said. He lies a lot. He's a stop lying and making shit up. He's a fibber. That fibber. And that's paddle. what it's exactly what he does here. And it's wildly ineffective and it pisses people off. And you look <laughs> at that and you go, why wouldn't he just say, I'll get dressed and come back downstairs? Right? Yeah. Like you guys wait here. I'll so be in- down. Instead. <laughs> wait an appropriate amount of time for me to get dressed mm-hmm. to get my hog in place in this frog <laughs> mm-hmm. suit mm-hmm. 
I probably call you it. can come in and be afraid of it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like he could, there's a million ways he could have easily deviated from the event of being seen in his underwear is one. Don't take off your pants. Yeah. Like just put the costume on over your pants. Take the costume downstairs. Go to the bathroom, the bathroom with it. Where there's a lock. I mean, Anything. shit, dude. You're yeah, not he, good at he this. He literally says, I locked the door and felt sure I was safe. And we in the meat space know like the door's broken. Yeah. yeah. Like you, Hasn't you're been stupid. fixed yet. Yeah. He takes off his jeans and his shirt. And again, we go, why? Yeah, exactly. you know. Why tempt fate? Exactly. And then the door flies open. Happens again. The girls yep. laugh at him. Yep. He, even though there was significant shrinkage because he just came out of the pool. Yeah, it wasn't fair. Yeah, it wasn't fair. It's cold. Uh, it's usually water. bigger. Yeah, a lot bigger. Yeah. It, it, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you think when he came, when he comes back from being a baby, he looks at his wiener, he's just like, damn, that's big. He's like, well, shit. Oh, thank Look God. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing. See, when I wake up after a time travel adventure, guys, the first thing I do is I check, okay, Glasses still here. Wallet keys. How's the hog? <laughs> yep. Make sure it's still intact. Still intact. All right. Still chugging away. Still present and reporting for duty. Yep. Present and both are accounted for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of creepy though. It's it, it kind of puts a spin on it where it's just like, oh, like is he just gonna like have to relive these? It's not like he can do anything. He's gonna yeah. have to just relive the terrible stuff. Well, he's making it. bad. He's makes bad choices. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like that scene. It reminded me of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, where they're in their own personal hell and they're reliving like yeah. terrible childhood memories. Oh, God. So, so he's he's yeah. It's essentially like he's in his own personal hell. Yeah. He's in his own personal hell, but also it point it points this very interesting sort of like question of like he goes back and the, the issue is like he wishes he could go back and make d better choices. Yeah, that's the thing he's thinking of. Is like if I, I if I just choose right things will be fine but what he doesn't he's stupid though because it's like well no like the choices are like the, the problem wasn't the things you did the problem was Out, things outside of your control yeah and like how you react to situations yeah and it's like that's a good lesson about like you can't control the world you can only control how Roll you them react punches my man yeah you just gotta yes you and know? it yeah three like there's one way to spin the story of oh man they walked in on me how embarrassing the other way i was like Three chicks came in my room to look at my yeah. <laughs> And now I have an interesting kink. Here's what you do. You, 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 do, you do a little flex. You make mm -hmm. them giggle. Mm -hmm. You're they're, good. They're, they're, yeah, you, listen, you've already got them in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Who's going to do a flex? Yeah. Do, do a quick, do a click. Oh, you like what you see. Yeah. Oh, you like this, huh? <laughs> Ladies, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a there's enough, enough for to me go to go around. around. There's enough like to go around. Yeah. See? Easy. There's a middle part of this that's actually like kind of spooked me out a bit oh. <laughs> um it's on page uh, uh fuck you <laughs> it's on it's on page 12 every five books we do i get to make joe read one of them this is on um it's page 61 what chapter uh chapter 12 he's he's talked about how there's he's stuck in a time loop yeah no one believes him Ooh. Yeah, and his surprising. mom's like on the page before he's like uh, we're caught in a time warp and there's nothing we can do about it. Oh, the man. mom pushes her chair back. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then this is what's fucking blows me away. The creativity of this. It's incredible. The characters start talking backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Just off the top of their dome. Off the cuff. They can speak backwards. Dad, dad goes, you know, Easter Eram. <laughs> Which is like more rice. And then, me. and then the dad says, is say, 
She's like, uh, yes, guess. please. Yeah. And then um, Tara's like, oot am. Which is me too. Yeah, yeah, so not only are they speaking the words backwards, but the sentence is backwards. And they're well, all in sync. Yeah. yeah. And that's fucking incredible. Uh, a family of improvisers, Michael's the one that can't yes and. Yeah. Give, give me a place. Kitchen. Give me a, uh, give me a, a, a problem. Time warp. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally Tara calls him a, a, a norom, which is moron backwards. Because Michael's falling for it. He's just like, oh my God. He's like, oh shit, what's happening? Am I having a stroke? He's like, why? But they're, but they were talking backwards. Why aren't I talking backwards? <laughs> the backwards man, the backwards man. I can talk backwards fast as you can. Yeah. And they're just razzing him. Yeah. yeah. They're really giving it to him. They really yeah. hate him. <laughs> Fuck him. (laughs) So much. We go through the three memories we know, and now after the third one with the hat, you're like, okay, is he just going to relive him again? Nope. Nope. Keep going Going further back in time. This book is now finally out of early access. We can enjoy the rest of the narrative. Yes. He's now back in third grade, and school is super easy for him because he knows all the answers. He's got a a 12-year-old brain and and an eight-year-old body. Oh, man. And he knows that things are fucked. (laughs) Yep. For him. (laughs) He sees young Tara and he's like, maybe she's not an asshole. It's on page 70. Tara's like, give me a piggyback. Uh, tugging on the backpack. He says, get off me. I dropped the pack to the floor. Now, here's the thing. He drops the pack to the floor. Does he drop Tara as well? I don't know, but he's, he, you, this is when he starts, stop, this is when he stops being as, as sympathetic of a character. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, he was sympathetic. Not, I mean, like, not sympathetic, but you're like, you didn't really think that he, that he was anything other than like gullible and getting shit on by Tara and his family. At yeah. this point, I'm like, you're maybe just an asshole to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, I, maybe I didn't like Tara better. She was a brat. And then like, she pulls his hair or whatever. And yeah. But she's also like three man. Chill yeah. out. She's Relax. Like, you piece he of shoves shit. her and she's a fucking three year old. Well, she, it's his chapter 14. Uh, he leaned down to give Tara a kiss on his cheek with one chubby index finger. She poked me in the eye. Ow, I shrieked. Tara laughed. Same old terrible Tara. I thought as I stumbled to the kitchen, one hand over my eye. She was Baby. born. She was born bad. So this is about <laughs> nurture versus nature, really. She's a bad seed. Yeah. She's, she's the omen. Or like, and, and, and it's like, part of it is the book is like, we have to, I guess, make her. How do you, Arlo I was just like, how do we make a three-year-old seem evil? Like, yeah, how, how, poke him in the eye. We have to keep the, we have to keep it to where she sucks so much that the ending of this book is not going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. So he, then he also is trying to find a way to get to the, the antique clock. store. Yeah. Like the, the, the clock isn't in the house anymore, obviously, because. Which is I mean, interesting as a, as a time travel, like mechanic thing. Yeah. Now you got to go find it. It's at the antique store, and his dad made a note to say, I've visited this clock for years. It's, all, yes. it's never been on sale. Yeah. Which, is, which, when you hear that, you're like, that's a pointless detail. Yeah, it's like, I like, don't care. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, like, now we, we have know, the actual kind of go. plot is, like, I need to fix my mistake. Yeah, like, I am now, like, five, and I have to get to this antique store somehow. And I have to, and, and it's good, too, because, like, if he was 12... Easy. Because this is the thing, right? Like, when we, when we have my favorite... We did have that in this shopkeeper who won't sell you. Who won't sell yeah. you shit. Yep. Um, the uh, creepy store shopkeeper, I should say. Um, the the problem is like, uh, you know, like getting to the store is never the hard part. It's mm-hmm. 
it's what happens there. And this one is like, if he could just get to the store. <laughs> if my tiny little legs would simply take me there. Well, and it's funny because all the obstacles he's facing are, are not outlandish. No, they're very... He's, he's like five. He can't just go there. Yeah, he can't just get on the bus. If I was 12, I could just ride my bike there. I don't have my bike. Yeah. I yeah. don't have it. Like the bus, like he he had too much change for the bus because he forgot how much it cost. <laughs> There's an amazing line. I would love to read this amazing line. So this is after, you know, Tara pokes him and he's like, you're the devil. He's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I gotta, I gotta go back. He's like, I know what I need to do. I need to turn the, the cuckoo clock head forward. Like that will make time reverse. So he's like, I'm gonna, uh, school day ended. I started on the block and he's, I think he's, seven or eight at this time he's not five yet yeah so he's like eight because he's in the third grade and the he's going to get on the bus to go down to it because he knows that it's across the street from where his dad works he stood behind a tree trying not to be seen because he's trying to kind of sneak a few minutes later a bus pulled over the doors opened with a hiss i stepped aboard the bus driver eyed me strangely aren't you a little young to be riding the bus by yourself he asked me mind your own business <laughs> go fuck yourself old man suck my dick this little like, eight-year-old who right, just like you right. just got Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah, you did. And then he says he looks startled. So I added, "I'm meeting Daddy at his office. Mommy said it was okay." <laughs> now mind your fucking business. <laughs> I, I feel like he said it like sarcastically. Like, oh no, I mean my Daddy at his office. Yeah, <laughs> you, could read, you could It's it's all of his dialogue with people as a child is seeping with cynicism and sarcasm. It, it's, it's pretty great. great. He's just frustrated. <laughs> yes. And he's not hiding it. It's because it, it's not even like, and it's interesting. Like your your intelligence isn't the issue. It's it's society's perception of you yes. as a, as a child yes. that yep. is stopping you from doing, and physical limitations that is stopping you from doing the thing you need. Like yeah, like it's 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 interesting. Like that it really and it happens more than once where he's just like this. I I just like I my money's not good here just because I'm a baby, right? You know, just, is this ageism? This is yep. ageism. ageism. That's that's it, Danielle. <laughs> To a T. And when he gets to the store, it's my favorite moment of oh. the whole book. <laughs> Felt so excited. It said, it's on page 77. He, he, he gets to the shop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be all right. No one's looking. I'll turn the clock around, fix the year. I won't have to worry about waking up tomorrow as a three-year-old or something. My life will go back to normal. Life seems so easy. I told myself, even with terror around, uh, his palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. I said he that too. So yes, that's exactly what Jeff said. Yep. God and damn he hurried it. to the shop door. Noticed the sign tucked in the bottom of the door and it said closed for vacation. Yeah. Rut so Rut this is, this is so. That's scary. Is for, it's scary, but it's also like, what is the common trope for spooky store? It's closed when get, you need it. It's closed. It's closed forever. Right. When you go back. As soon as this you need one, something. We man. know for sure. It never, it stays open because yes. his yeah. dad visits the whole time. It's just closed on the day that he went. <laughs> They'll be back tomorrow, but he won't be able to yeah. do that. He's, yep. he's got a, he's got a literal ticking clock. Yes. By tomorrow, he'll be the baby. So. And he, and he says it a lot, which is making it scarier. It's very like anxiety inducing. Yeah. And he's like, like, he's like, what the fuck do I do? Like, do I break <laughs> I'm losing in? agency exponentially which is what he tries to do in danielle's favorite yes danielle would you like to read the description of the small oh, child man. yes it's chapter 15 um 
Maybe uh Pay seventy nine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh start with um I stuff my hands into my pockets yeah, of my cowboy jeans. Yep, yep, yep. Cause uh it's important to know how he's dressed. Also, yeah, he's dressed like a little cowboy. Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> cowboy, cowboy jeans and cowboy shirt with little like fringe. Which they make a point to tell you he's just like, This is so stupid. Why am I wearing <laughs> He is this shit? mad at this outfit. Why did I like this? I was so dumb. <laughs> it's so great. All right. I stuffed my hands in the pockets of my cowboy jeans and whisked. <laughs> I'm being nonchalant. <laughs> I'm being non-conspicuous. Trying not to look like a kid who is planning to break a shop window. I, uh, who would suspect a seven-year-old boy in a cowboy suit of trying to break into an antique shop? Me. And honestly, it's pretty unlikely. I kicked around a little dirt at the construction site. Because there's a construction site nearby. Yeah, there always is. Something's always being worked on in a yep, Always constructing. Kicked a few rocks. Nobody seemed to be working <laughs> he's, there. He's like scoping just out the area. Around, just like, doo, 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 doo. He's, he's casing like the joint. Cowboy. He rolled to read a situation. <laughs> <laughs> he got a mixed success. He like leans against the water cooler, tries to chat up somebody la, nearby. La, la, <laughs> See the game so we're working hard or hardly, hardly working. <laughs> yep, yep. How's the how's the misses? Things are really hard on the ranch. Hey. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, slowly, I made my way over to a pile of bricks. I glanced around to see if anybody saw me. So definitely being super sly. I just right imagine him like crouched down doing that like. <laughs> I picked up a brick and hefted it in my hand. It was very heavy. It would be easy for me and my little second grade body to throw it far. But I didn't have to throw it far. <laughs> just through the window. I tried stuffing the brick in my pants pocket. But my hog <laughs> retained its massive big. size. <laughs> I, just, I like to imagine him like spinning around in a circle like a dog, like trying to shove this brick this into his is, pants. That's so stupid a it's thing hilarious. to try. The imagery of this is amazing. <laughs> just a little cowboy trying to stick a brick in his <laughs> pants trying pocket. Trying to act like, completely natural. It's yeah. just dumb. <laughs> so I carried it in both hands back to the shop. I tried to look as if it were perfectly normal for a boy to be carrying a brick down the street. A few adults passed by. No one gave me a second glance. Yeah, America. we got shit to do. Who cares? Yep, yep. I stood in front of the big, shiny plate glass window weighing the brick in my hand. I wondered if a burglar alarm would go off when I broke the window. Would I be arrested? Maybe it wouldn't matter. Wouldn't. I made time go to the present. I escaped the police. Do whatever you want. He hasn't even gone into that part of this whole time adventure. Crime. Yeah, yep. time crimes. Be time brave, crime. I told myself. Go for it. With both hands, I raised the brick over my head. And someone grabbed me from behind. And guess who yeah. it was? It was dad. Yeah, it was, it was dad. All, it was old pops. Yeah, which I is you old man. We so just desperately wanted to see this second grader like try to heft a brick through a window well, and probably just bounce back. And it's so like... Like you're like oh fuck because you're like okay this kid's gonna get back because the the end result of him not succeeding is he stops existing yeah yeah, yeah so like it's scary and like it's permanent future. yeah and like in this sense of like a failure is like such a big deal in this in this scene is like palpable it's like so it's life yeah. or death yeah. so close and then he he tells his dad like I really he picks up like what are you doing here he was like. I miss you. <laughs> I, so I wanted to see you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. And dad is a dummy. He's like, oh, and we know. But this is the thing. Like, that's a lie he's telling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't love anything. No, especially not his parents. <laughs> and and then he and then the dad's like, picks up. I was like, let's go home. And he's like, we got to get to that clock. And the dad, like, he can't. The dad's just like, oh, yeah, I like that clock, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. Like, no, no. Well, I think it was really like, it's weird that like. 
it's smart the way that they see that the dad works across the street mm-hmm. from the antique place because it wasn't even like an afterthought. They say it very early on. He's just like, I saw it every day coming yeah. out from and work. And of course. Susan. And it makes sense that dad is the thing that stops him from doing this. Uh, the fact that he does not comment on the brick Kids, is boys will certain. be boys, Daniel. Boys will be boys. Like it literally says like I dropped the brick and dad didn't even give a fuck. What will boys be? Boys. Thank you. Bricks. Now, boys will be bricks. Now, (laughs) there is, from here, there's like, there's two more like time jumps where he goes back. One to nursery school and one to baby. Yeah. (laughs) Baby is, obviously baby is climax. Yes. But the nursery school one was fascinating. Oh, yeah. His interactions (laughs) with everybody. There's a whole extended scene with him and Mona. But okay, and this and this is the part that threw me. And actually, this is actually one of the reasons I'm like, they should be older. Right. Definitely. Because here's and and actually He says something creepy. So well, it should have been older, like not 12-year-old to five-year-old. It should be like 40-year-old to like teenage. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Because here's what happens, right? He he's goes to nursery school and he sees Mona. And oh, before that, we just also Tara no longer exists. He's gone Tara far no back. Right. She's gone. Where yeah. Tara is has been unborn. She is they unborn. Think, they think he's his imaginary friend. Yeah. So he sees Mona, and he says he thought he he had a crush on Mona even then when he was a little kid. I guess I don't know. Uh, she's building an igloo, and he goes and talks to her, and and she's like. Ew, I hate boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to have a conversation. I'm just trying to have a conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, right. I'm just trying to talk. I'm just trying to vibe. Working hard or hardly dude. working. Uh, well, uh, if you feel that's the way you feel, if a guy said anything, and Mona's like, you're stupid. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Don't let anyone smash my sandcastle. You and talk he's like, funny. Well, you're stupid. Igloo, I like okay, Barney. I guess. I like Barney. <laughs> she gets a bucket with some water she dumps some on the sand and then the rest on his head and she's like you <laughs> stupid boy <laughs> then he's me still getting pwned she chases right. after her and then her, her two friends whose outfits he doesn't pay attention to tackled him <laughs> yep and they tickle him yeah yep. it's embarrassing and pathetic. it is it is he, he's, um, he's and he's begging them to stop um, and he's like, maybe I won't like Mona anymore. It's a page 91. I forgotten that Mona used to be so bossy. It made me think twice. If I ever make it back to my real age, I thought maybe I won't like Mona so much anymore. You were a real bitch as a toddler. Yeah, you were a <laughs> shit for you. This is why this is an incredibly weird detail for this one reason, right? Right. Who is Mona like? Oh, it's like Tara. Like Tara. Oh, like Tara, weird. Oh, right? shit. Is, is, we've is, talked about weird we've talked about weird fetishes being built yeah, in this book a yeah, little bit yeah there's a lot of them and this is definitely one this is some sister sister shit this is what I mean right like if he was like 45 right and he was yes. married oh god and the woman he was married to he's like I don't like her because of how she acts if only I could go back in time to that first girlfriend I had <laughs> I would have stayed with her. And it's the same fucking, it's, it's just like a cycle. Shit. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah, the same, yeah. which is honestly basically how life goes. Right. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of, it's just, it's weird that it's like a little kid mm-hmm. having this, this like under this like experience of like, Oh, like the behaviors that I don't like in Tara. Yep. 
existed in this other those. person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and also when just she was ex- younger. Extremely creepy. The literal line that says Mona was very cute when she was four. Yeah, that was troubling. That wouldn't work. That was unfortunate. Yeah, like that. You couldn't make that fly with older uh, characters. No, we get what he, older. I get what he means, but yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's a, it's a, mm. I also just like right, right before that happens, but um, is that he's at because now his agency's further. He's four years old at this point. Yeah. And actually, at at the beginning of that chapter, I want to just say this one line. Out of context, the opening line of chapter eighteen is the darkest shit. Yeah, yeah. I, at least I'm here. I thought when I woke up the next morning. At least I'm still alive. I say the opposite. <laughs> this, this book has a lot of bangers. I saw one in chat earlier. It was page uh, chapter fourteen, the first line. It's a. Uh, I wake up in a panic every morning. What day was it? What year was it? Yeah. I have yep. no idea. <laughs> relatable. So relatable. It's very like it really drives in like a child experiencing death at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like you have to deal with mortality in a weird way because you're not it's not like you're growing old, you're dying. No, you're you're getting closer to when you didn't even exist. Yeah. Like there is no concept you, of you. Yeah, there's not even gonna be like a remnant of your existence. Yeah. Yeah. The further you get away from your twelve, you know, twelfth birthday, it's not even like you die and you're remembered. You no. you never you were. never existed. Yeah. And so then so after that that nursery experience, he is a baby. <laughs> Next day, he doesn't. He, he he can't do much at this point. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now he's literally like he could barely walk. That's and, basically what. And he as do. you can imagine, you know, fucking he. His parents take him to the. His parents are fighting, I think, because he doesn't have a. They don't have a dining room table, and yeah. also because <laughs> dad keeps saying that he's stupid, and his mom is like, he's not stupid. He can't talk. In in chat <laughs> in the previous chapter when he's. Uh, five or whatever age it was. Uh, there's a scene where the mom's like, "Let's try and tie your shoelaces. This is how you do it." And he's just like, Ugh, "I know how to do this." And he does it. And the mom's blown away. Yeah. And then she takes him to the dad and is like, "He tied his shoelaces." And the dad's like, "Oh, good job." And then quietly, he's just like, "Shouldn't he have been doing that already?" It's like, Shit, "This kid's fuck. not that smart." I thought you taught her that yesterday. God, fucking slow ass child. And then in this, and then when he's a baby, the dad's like, "Shouldn't he be talking more?" The other kid. <laughs> My he's like a toddler, kid. I think. Maybe we should get him tested for stupid. Yeah, he's one years old, and the dad's like, <laughs> get him screened for stupid. <laughs> well, they they literally say they call him slow, <laughs> in the book, which is now his code for intellectual disability. It's like true. A, 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 yeah, a, the testing way. thing is. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. This is on page one hundred. The mom is like, Mikey isn't slow, and. uh He's like, I didn't say he was slow. She's like, yeah, you did. So like, this is a fight they have. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, they're so fighting. They get into a whole ass. That's what That's what leads to him being able to like potentially win the day is the parents have a domestic dispute in public. And yeah. <laughs> because the dad's like, the mom's like, no, you said he was stupid because the other night when he stuffed those peas up his nose, you said you thought we should have him tested. And he's just like, I stuffed peas up my nose. Sure, that's stupid, but I was only a baby. Why is dad such a dick? Oh, so he's making excuses for himself at a young age for the stuff that he's doing, but exactly. not Exactly, which is, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe making He could have just that. been like, I thought that's where boogers went, and he's just like boogers. <laughs> I thought you were feeding so... me boogers, and I wanted to take them home. Obviously, I'm smart. I mean, he's, he finds the clock. Yeah. Yes. As there's a baby. Kind of this, there's this, okay, there's one thing in the in the conclusion that is stupid, which is... The clock is ticking down, and a a clock ticking down like 
literally a ticking clock, right? But the, yeah. the cuckoo going off is how we know. Like he's gonna go off twelve times. If it doesn't, if it goes off twelve times, he's fucked. Right. He's got to so, grab the bird before the twelfth. Yeah, he's got to yes. be real quick. Cuckoo. So he, the the it's this is on page one hundred and eight, chapter twenty two. Cuckoo, cuckoo, three, four. I knew once it reached twelve, I was doomed. Which is like what. 10 seconds away. Yeah, not much. And not so a long time, he, Ed, you're a baby. Yeah. And this baby frantically glances around and quickly constructs a Fortnite tower. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a Rube Goldberg machine. Which up until this point, the baby has been like, he doesn't, he cannot talk or, or even walk really. Yeah. He could just kind of talk. Look who's Tuttles. talking now. Yeah. yeah. He can't, he can't, Pull himself up on the chair. He 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 like he planted a baby sneaker against the, this is a, this is a line, page one nine. He planted a baby sneaker against the chair leg, boosted himself up, grabbed the spindle at the back of the chair, heaved his body onto it, made it. I guess that's high enough. I guess. He reached up to grab the cuckoo, and someone's like, "Somebody grab that baby!" <laughs> Somebody grab that baby! Is this baby's day out? Is this the movie it's, Baby's Day yes, Out? Yes. There's no giant much. ape though. Oh, is this Super Babies? I don't know that one. Yes. Okay. He does manage to grab the head, mm-hmm. spin it around. Well, he here's the thing that's irritating. He does. He grabs the head. You spin it. You're just like, okay. There's another element that he also has to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Good bad. The year. <laughs> the year, which like they mentioned at the beginning that this clock has years on it, and not only does this baby have to grab the bird and twist its head around, which is interesting that. As as he is going back through time, his consciousness because it's not his body, right? Yeah, no. no, his body. He's quantum leaping into himself. He's quantum <laughs> leaping into himself. That I guess the clock, the way that it was when it started, is also going back in time with because the bird's head is backwards. Right. The so the clock exists in the past as it does in the present, where yes. he changes. Because it. what is time? Exactly. It's a flat circle. A flat, it's circle. A flat circle. What it's I a fixed tell moment you. in time. That's this the clock. official stance of this podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't tell me that we've said that time is not a flat circle. I have roll back the tape. Yeah, roll it or back. forward. That's how it works. It, yeah, because yeah. time's a flat circle. It doesn't matter. But yeah, he wins. He he does manage it was in his baby in baby mode <laughs> in baby form. In full well, that's baby my mode. favorite unlock for double lock. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby mode. Baby mode. Baby mode unlocked. Dude, Can't shoot anybody. He um. he, he, he turns the dial for the years to the appropriate year. Yeah, he he does the thing to the clock. Um, several seconds passed before I could see anything. I felt cool, damp air. I smelled the musty odor of garage smell. So he didn't have to go to sleep. No, he just like zooped. He zoops just back. The, yeah, to not the day that he actually did the clock turning. No, he zoops back to his birthday, and mm-hmm. now we're just back. Yep, and now back it's all present. back except except one thing, which Danielle missing. will talk about. When we the, get to but the yeah, end. so he's he's back. He's enjoying. His birthday once again. Yep. Yes. Having a good old time and his parents are a little bit nicer. They're they're not quite as they don't hate him as much. Yep. He's come back in, into the future with all the memories of being a baby again and also new fetishes. All the memories mm-hmm. of that other timeline. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got like he's fucking got, Thanos. Yeah, well so so we said like is Tara's gone. Mm-hmm. So now there's this whole history that he does not know about of a terrorless world. Yes, terrorless. And I know the book can't go deep into, oh, like one small change would affect all of history because everything's pretty much the same except now there's just no sister. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And his birthday is good. 
Yeah, everything else is the same. Same friends, same house, same parents, same everything. Yep. No Tara. And also, okay. by the way, like, this is pretty good, but like the way, the problem with the, because one of the first things we get is the dad says, the reason I wasn't able to buy this clock is there's a flaw in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can't figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing we find out. What's wrong? This is such a good fucking yeah, book. It's, it's well planned out. <laughs> it's really well structured. Yeah. And it it, it makes use of all the... It, you, it gives us additional fun stuff just for the sake of it. Like it... Because like the plot is ticking along. Like we don't have to... Like a know, clock might. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, he's, he's going back in time. So there's not like a lot of explanation. We know after the first cu- couple of pages of that happening, we're just like, oh, now he's just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think like, okay, well now he's going to have to get back to the clock. So without explaining it, we don't have to get like a breakdown of what, what the book is going to be doing. Yeah. So we get to kind of hang out and revel in the stupid adventures of a a shitty 12 year old having, being robbed of his agency. A a pretty unique time travel story. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't think this was going to be about time travel when you started. And then no. when I and when I saw it was a good, uh, an RL style, and I was like, "This can't end." I was like, "This is off. not gonna go good." Um, but it's just like, man, just like the hits just keep coming <laughs> with this one. It's it's amusing. It's self aware because it's not even like he is. And the best parts are honestly like all the internal copings of mm-hmm. yeah of him as as he's getting younger and just being like, "This sucks." Yeah, like I don't want to be it's younger. Truly I, shitty. Yeah. yeah, I can't do the things I need to do. It's not worth my sister not being around. Yeah. Like, I had more agency even when it was being picked on by a seven-year-old. <laughs> so this and would... A, yeah, this broken, is what I, and a broken Goosebumps clock is right twice a twice day. Twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one of those times. Werewolf skin and literally double this book's number. <laughs> yep. Half that book's number to this. I don't actually know. That's Something like that. Right. This, um, yeah, like it's starting off 2023. I predict, I did not predict we'd have a good Goosebumps book to start prepare off. Prepare for nonstop trash. Yep. <laughs> That's the real prediction for this year. Oh, man. Yes. All right. Joe, you want to you wanna give us that spiel? Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geesebumps is one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out the stuff we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. Uh, the next episode of Geesebumps will be coming out in a fortnight, saves the world's time, <laughs> at least. So Probably. that will put Somewhere us at mm-hmm. February mm-hmm. 1st. Uh, what are we reading then? That'll be your decision. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. We did Haunted Mask. <laughs> we did this one, which was Danielle, and now it's on you. So you Here's what's weird is I look at the, when I look at the back of like the Get Goosebumps by R.L. Stein, I realize that we've read like almost all of them on this list. I, as I was going through, we were figuring out what book Danielle wanted to choose for this one, and I'm going through, I'm just like, we've read like all of them. Quite like almost all of the OG ones at this did point. Did we do... The Headless Ghost? No. no. Headless Ghost, number 37. Excellent. Okay. Headless Ghost. That's the next one. I'm into All it. All right. Now, Danielle, um, yeah. did you want to frighten people into giving us a review? I mean, I'll just say that, like, here's the thing. If you leave us a review, you are etching yourself into history mm. such that you cannot be erased. No. Yeah. No matter how much that clock says. So. Exactly. Fuck that clock. If you do not leave us a review, you essentially don't exist and never will. So the choice is yours. That's all I'm saying. Leaving us a review will stop you from 
traveling back in time to your baby self and then blinking out of existence. That's right. A time crime. Yes. Yes. This will save you from time crime, assuming that it's five stars. If it's below five stars, I can't. I can't guarantee anything. Is there a poster that says "Already Stop Time Crime Now"? (laughs) (laughs) Should be. Already have stopped time crime today. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. I also feel like, like, here's the thing is when one of us says that, it's like we all have to listen up. That's kind of like our, that's our trap card. Yeah, here's, here's the, the thing. thing. Damn it. He said it. <laughs> but you should re- leave reviews on good pods. We're trying to push that. Okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good pods is good. You can leave reviews there, which is an important thing that Danny can do. <laughs> yep. If you want to exist, I'm just telling you there's a hack for that. There is a hack for that. And it's up to you. The Void hates him. Four simple tricks that this guy figured out to maintain reality. Hell yeah. Uh, Danielle, please give us that final passage. Okay. Um, so let's see. I'll start with, he's looking at the clock. He, his dad, uh, are standing in front of the clock. It's his birthday. I carefully studied the face of the clock again and all the decorations. Then I stared at the dial that showed the year. It was properly set at the current year. Without really thinking about it, I scanned 12 places down the dial to find the year I was born. There it was. Then I scanned my eyes back up to the dial. 1992, 1993, 1994, and 1996 was the year Tara was born. Dad, I cried. I found the flaw. Look, there's a year missing on the dial. Dad patted me on the back. Good job, son. Wow, isn't that funny? To him, it was just a funny mistake. He had no idea his daughter had never been born. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. I suppose there's no, I suppose there's some way to go back in time and get her. I guess I probably ought to do that and i will really one of these days maybe she's lost to the ether to the bitter end with this fucking hey you would have done the same oh yeah absolutely that's and that's the creepy thing this is (laughs) this is the thing we would have done yep you if your sister was mean to you and ruined your birthday you would have made her never exist yeah and it'd be like i could try to fix it but Eh, so busy. yeah, before you cast the first stone. <laughs> My name is Jojo and I have a PhD. My name is Danielle and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff and I predict that this podcast episode is about to end. Oh my god, he's Nostradamus. Fuck you. But you're right. And this has been you would have done the same. This has been Geesebumps and Did You Meet Geesebumps podcast. Until next time, stay out of the basement. Like somebody I used to know